second. Yeah, 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 I'm coming. Hold on. Ron? What are you doing here? There's something I need to tell you. Are we alone? Quick, grab anything you can. We gotta go. Is there a back door? They're coming. They're coming. Oh god, they're here. Go. Damn this wicked planet. Welcome to the Wicked Planet Podcast, episode 148. We are coming at you once again from the haunted garage, an undisclosed location known to nobody but myself and Ron from the vast misty hills, rolling lakes, streams, tides, rivers, and plenty, plenty of snow and fucking wildlife. Tonight, a special Valentine's Day episode Love is in the air every time I turn around and Ron is standing behind me. Six to midnight with a tub of loom. <laughs> but before we get to all of that, <clears throat> joining us in studio once again, hopefully for the goddamn last fucking time ever, Yuna is the bride of Samuel Squatch. Summer's... The retarded baby mama of Donnie Darko, itch with an witch, uh, fuck, witch with an itch, the drug-inhaling princess, but we here at the Wicked Planet know her best as the demon from hell. Kristen, what the fuck is up? You know, you act like you hate me so much, but you were trying to break <laughs> in to me and Sam Squatch's wedding. They had to, like, fight you off to keep you out, is I what I heard. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Was he banging what on the glass? I heard he was, like... Soundproof glass, and he's banging, and, and you oh, can't hear him, no. and all you can see is he's mouthing, no! Well, I mean, it, I was only trying to do that because the Samus Squatch was black. I'm trying to remember what movie that was. But before we get to all that, you know him as Ron from New England... Others know him as the man who once ate a hundred whoopie pies in a single day in the name of love. Some as Cupid's estranged father who went out for a pack of cigarettes and never came back. That's why he shoots arrows at people. (laughs) But his friends and family know him best. (laughs) Some know him as the man who (laughs) made love to a double cheeseburger. (laughs) Uh, wow. People are going to start like requesting me more for the intro after that one. I think you should do it next week anyway. Ron? What's going on? Nothing. Just uh, watching all the craziness that's going on in the world. It's getting kind of mental out there. What, the shootings? 
Yeah, well, you uh, apparently, and we're going to try to see if we can get uh, Casey Kelsey to call into the show a little bit later. Casey? Yeah. Or Kelsey? Kansas City Kelsey. Oh, is she calling in? Uh, Supposed to, yeah. So You better not stand us up or we'll find you. We're going to, uh, because she's in Kansas City, Mm. and I talked to her earlier when the news broke about the shooting at the Chiefs victory parade. And uh, and she said her and her husband and the little one, they didn't go this year because last year was a mess. And she actually said there was a shooting last year that never hit the news. So we're going to uh, we're going to talk to her and see what she she's trying to get as much information as she can right now. Uh, and I guess they're saying here that it was uh, white supremacists. But come to find out, they were uh, a bunch of black kids. Of course they want to say it's white supremacist. That's what they always try to do because they try to blame a bunch of shit on the white man. The white man, evil. Evil well, white they, man. Whitey. Well, they could have been Clayton, Biz- Clayton Bigsby's. Mm, death to Whitey Ron. You know who Clayton Bigsby is? No. The black white supremacist. Oh, uh, yeah, the Dave, skit. Dave, yeah, the Dave, Dave Chappelle, Chappelle skit. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just, hey, you know, death to Whitey and all that. So let's just keep it going. Let's keep yeah. it rolling. Well, we are the imperialist colonialists, right? I think I'm going to become a racist against white people. I think it sounds kind of like a good move. Well, you probably Especially make out nowadays. good financially. Yeah, you can't get arrested that way. Right. Uh, the other cool thing is that we dodged, you know, we, we always talk a little bit about the weather. And they've been blowing up this huge snowstorm that we're supposed to get. It's going to it's gonna cover 20 states. And they were fucking blowing it up big time on every weather channel, every mm, weather app. Nothing happened. <clears throat> and we were going to get... Well, first we were going to get six to eight, and then we were going to get eight to twelve, and, and then, then we six get to midnight up to eighteen, and and it's like we got literally half inch. A dusting. No, we didn't even get that. The wind blew the dust of snow off my car. We got a dusting last night, and I mean a dusting like maybe what you get after a snow squall. Yeah, that's what I got. Yeah, but no, we were supposed to get a really bad storm at the beginning of the week. We got nada. Oh, oh but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. That's why I don't bother with paying attention to the weather because yeah. I, I never got into that. We know the good thing about weather is you can always just look out your window. Yeah, for real, just look be at like, the oh my god, sky. there yeah. it is. You yeah. don't have to re- rely on your phone. How you much just, snow was in the forecast? Go stick a tape measure in there after when it's done. You can just go out your front door and be like, oh, it's yeah. raining. Oh, it's snowing. Oh, it's freezing rain. Yeah. But uh, anyways, a uh, bunch of kind of breaking stuff happening in the last few days. But what have you guys been up to? Me? I think you know. Carpentry. Mostly. Cutting my teeth. All right. So you still haven't been in contact with your landscaping job? Fuck no. Fuck them, okay, motherfuckers. Good. good. So you cut it loose <laughs> like Kristen and I said you Let's should. Let's prank call those motherfuckers well, they right didn't now. Even, they didn't even call me when it snowed today. So, but I kind of had a feeling that was going to happen based on our last conversation. Well, made, what was they going to do? Have you leaf blow? <laughs> I mean, it was fucking not even a not even a half an inch of snow. And also based off of like you know, I haven't worked there in like two and a half weeks, so yeah, I kind of already knew that, but not a whole lot, you know. Just uh, <laughs> Valentine's Day, obviously. So I had to go do some Valentine's Day shopping, which is I love. I first of all. I fucking hate Valentine's Day. It's not as much as I hate Christmas because it's like no one deep down everybody's heart. No one gives a fuck about Valentine's Day. No. So it's like it's not the whole build up and pressure and stress of uh, 
Christmas. So, you know, that's why I don't hate it as, as much. But I still think it's fucking stupid. There's definitely some weird satanic shit behind it. I don't know exactly how. That was the, ori- the origins of it. <laughs> right. The exactly. origins of it. Yeah. So I'm not exactly sure. There's a weird baby going around shooting arrows at people. I don't know. It's just weird. But I, I, I got that out of the way actually last night. So today I've just been kind of scot-free and just, you know. So what'd you get? The shittiest chocolates you could find or? Me? No, no. Yeah. So I got, well, first of all, I got. Because we did a little surprise Valentine's Day thing at my girl's parents' house. So. <laughs> oh, it's like a family event? No, 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 no. They were just, um, my daughter holiday. daughter and mom were over there having some dinner. And then we, we kind of just planned like a little surprise thing. So we went there. We kind of had some dinner. I surprised them. I brought some flowers for my daughter and the mom and the girl and beer for the dad and then we got mira a couple presents and then i got some like jewelry and shit for my daughter and my girl wow that's nice so i spent a shit ton of money and i bought myself these new boots i used the gateway tapes to recover my sister's lost dog that was missing for eight days yeah we're gonna have a talk about that that's well i mean you asked what when Buckley was up to. That's what I was up to. Well, why you How didn't you even let that? me? You didn't even uh, let me finish. Didn't oh, even my get bad. That far Sorry. Yet. God, Kristen. There's more. Caroline is a great boot. They're good. They're like a sturdy boot. They're steel toe, <clears throat> but they're not too too heavy, and they're kind of like they're more comfortable, and they have thinner leather around them, so they're a little more flexible. And they last so longer I too. I used to work in a shoe store, so the amount of Chippewas that would get returned, yeah. unbelievable. Well, I bought them at the place that you worked. Oh, yeah? Super shoes. The Don't only... say that, because now people can track me down. It's the only place to you buy. You said you yeah. worked there, first of all. Super shoes is the best store for shoes around here. But anyway, that's what uh, I've been up The to. problem with Chippewas is my first pair of Chippewas were pretty much indestructible, right? Mm. And they were the Made in America Chippewas. Mm. And probably after five or six years, I said, well, it's time to upgrade and buy some new Chippewas, right? And so I had gone up to the uh, Chippewa store up in Laconia, and I was looking at the label. They were made in China. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so I said, fuck it. So I bought these Chippewas. They weren't any cheaper. It's exactly what you said. You know, when the American-made ones, they were comfortable. It only took a few weeks for them to break in. They they were freaking waterproof. They had the Vibram soles. And I mean, the China ones had the Vibram soles, too. The China ones, they, they just seemed clunky. Like, they didn't fit the same. Felt like <clears throat> bricks. Yeah, so, so I got tired of them, and I didn't wear them for the longest time. And then Agent J needed a pair of boots, right? Oh, those were yours? Yeah. Mm. So I said, well, here, Johnny, just take these. So he did. Less than a week, one of the soles fell right off. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? He must yeah, have been but does he tie his boots up, or is he one of those people that has them on loose with his freaking pants? Well, let's just say he lived yeah, but in I don't a think that, for a while. That wouldn't matter. That wouldn't make the fucking well. If they're fall. all loose and they're all clunking Kristen, around, I'll, then like they're just dragging. We'll just him and down say foot. he had a mullet. He lived in a van. Oh, I he, know who he and is. And he had self-made knuckle <clears throat> tattoos. So, Rod, do you have like New Balance shoes at all? <clears throat> No, you don't have like a pair of white New Balance shoes that are like kind of gross. I do not for for doing for mowing. 
<laughs> for whatever. I don't know. My khaki shorts. I, I wearing the waist up over my tummy. I just know there's a certain age that people get sometimes, and they're older, specifically men, where they will be. They'll wear like these gross New Balance shoes. They're like kind of greenish yellow because they're so dirty. They're white, but you know they're so disgusting that they're like greenish yellow, and they're just like atrocious. Mm-hmm. No matter how old are you, you can still do better than that kind of shoe. People, listen to me, hear my words. Especially if you're Ron's age or older, you can still have style, right, Kristen? She knows. Mm. Boom. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. There's a pair of Vans for every outfit. I have what. I have a special guest that's going to give us her, her, a Valentine's Day poem. Who is this right now? Oh, God. All right, let's hear it. Roses are red, violets are blue. You all love me, and I love you too. But we don't love Crooked Joe or his legs full of hairs. The only time we do love him is when he falls down the stairs. Crooked Joe's been a mess, and the people are losing hope. After all, he's the guy who pooped in front of the Pope. So this Valentine's Day, bring the love and the cheer, because Make America Great Again will win bigly this year. Is Trump trying to say that he doesn't have shaved, that he shaved his legs? Because Biden has hair on his legs, but Trump doesn't? First of all, that's not Trump. Oh, I know, obviously, but... Did you, do you, obviously? Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I'm going to give his, like, Trump impression three and a half. No, that, no Four, that's... Three and a half uh, out of ten. That's, uh, for anybody who wants to know, that's Sean Farash, and his, his Trump is fucking awesome. It's not as good as Shane Gillis's. I haven't seen his, so maybe his or, is... Or uh, Jamie Foxx's. Yeah. Both so. way better. That that impression. Anyway, so... Tisk tisk. Happy Valentine's Day to all the listeners. We all love you very much. You're very special. <laughs> Valentine's Day is the second biggest Hallmark holiday after Christmas. Is it? Yes. What about Halloween? You don't give cards on Halloween. Yeah, I guess you don't give cards. They, they call them Hallmark holidays because it's the holiday you give cards. I probably spent like close to $200 on uh, for Valentine's Day. Shit. So I, I believe it. Yeah, I spent probably 150 so yeah, I got you. Well, I just flexed. My flex was better than yours. because I, I didn't buy any jewelry. <laughs> I refuse to buy jewelry. I will never buy fucking jewelry. Oh, you know whose impression that is better than, though? Who? Little G's. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she's working on it, That's though. That's true. Yeah, she's working on it. She's getting better. Kristen, what did you get for Valentine's Day? Anything? Anyone special? Oh, come on. You know I got nothing. Absolutely no, fucking you gotta, nothing. You probably had to get like an uh, like an office card, right? Or I work from like, home. I saw no. You guys are the only uh, people I an, saw today. An email. And there's no snacks here. There's nothing. An email? I There's a switchback. Do you want to switch back? I did, I did cancel probably 600 invitations to be here, though. I'll say that. What does that mean? No, oh, people kidding. wanted to Yeah, everybody all day. Like I couldn't even I couldn't keep it keep keep up with all the requests. Like they just kept coming in all day. You wanna go here, you wanna grab dinner, you wanna grab you know, you wanna go I feel like you're lying. Yeah, nobody. I literally said Valentine happy Valentine's Day to my friend and my mom and they said it back, but nobody And you cried yourself. Well, Kristen, I just wanna say happy Valentine's Day. Thank you. I wanna say nothing to you. I don't didn't even want to see you today. You know, Valentine's <laughs> Day is just another another money making fucking scam. That's all it is. Bring I back mean, Lupercalia. 
Bring okay, back so we're COVID. Gonna, Woo! Yeah, Luper, Lupercalia is, is where... It's just another example of how the Christians Damn, hijacked pagan things and said, oh, well, we can't have that, and turned it into a biblical thing. The day of love from the Saint Valentine. Which now they're saying there was more than one Saint Valentine, and there's one Saint Valentine that I don't know, after he died or they he was executed, I guess the story goes both of them were executed, uh, because they were magical. They 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 the one valent Saint Valentine's Day, they put him in jail and then the jailer's daughter was blind. Have you seen this story? So the jailer's daughter was blind and he wanted Saint Valentine, he well, Valentine, he wanted him to he said, Well, I can heal that. And they're like, okay, we'll do it. He says, no, you have to convert to Christianity first. Okay, so I think you're, you might, I don't know, I haven't heard that, but I do. There was two different St. Valentine's getting, stories. One yeah. of them, you're not mixing up a Valentine great rakes, right? Is the what? You're not, you're not mixing that healer with Valentine great rakes, are you? Both of the St. Valentines were healers. That was like a pre-Roman Empire tradition like pagan tradition where basically all the freaking sadists and masochists would get together in town and it was like a holiday for fertility and they men would slaughter their dogs goats for sacrificial reasons cover themselves in blood everybody's naked at this point the women would line up they would get whipped with the hide of the sacrificial animals and this was for supposed like luck to be fertile and then they would draw names from a cup the men would draw names from a cup get matched up with a woman for the the festival which was two days like the 13th through the 15th and then sometimes get married from there too so i thought that you know that's interesting. yeah it was like it was like your little whore dog for the weekend yeah, but then it sounds the pope, like a fun time. Honestly. The Pope comes along. Didn't by the sound end of, bad to me. Everyone yeah. just gets naked and covers themselves in blood. I mean, and, it's like and kills a bunch of animals. What a that it's sounds like the origin of BDSM right there. Why can't we do that now? And but then That's wasn't wasn't there like a priest or something that would use milk and they would wipe the blood off the foreheads of the men hmm. with milk. And they're saying that's why the red and white is the colors of Valentine's Day. Because the red symbolizes the blood and the white symbolizes the milk that they wipe the blood off with. It could be that. or um, So some of the origins had said that the the women that would get whipped with hides were the pregnant women. And they would get like whipped on, some of them would get like whipped on the breasts and then they would lactate. So I wonder if that's where like the milk comes into play. No, the no, they used milk to wipe the blood off the foreheads of the men. Probably the milk of the women that they whipped. Yeah, I don't know. Can someone whip my breast? They could have just took the titties and went. Ch -ch -ch. I don't know. And did but that. yeah, then by the end of the fifth Woof. century, the Pope deemed this festival unchristian, and yes, turned it into this whole Saint Valentine's Day. And that one Saint Valentine, there was a Roman Empire who had banned marriages because he wanted the men to go to war. But if by banning marriages, you know, they wouldn't want to stay behind for their for their wife. But so in secret, there was the St. Valentine who was doing weddings undercover and yeah. marrying people. Yeah. So Roman soldiers were not allowed to be married. And, and that's why that's prostitution why they, was such a big thing in Rome. Like when the, when the soldiers would come. Other, though, too? When the soldiers would come back from war or battle, they would get their money. And they would go right to the whorehouse with wouldn't, it. Wouldn't they just bang other dudes? I think of the Roman elite did that. 
No, I'm pretty sure Roman soldiers were known for like banging other Roman soldiers. Well, they didn't have many chicks around. Because they're like, we're out here in this field, six months from home. <laughs> Gotta do something. This could be our last night together. <laughs> Get the goat's oil <laughs> from my satchel. Gross. Oh, Jesus Christ. Kick off your sandals and yeah. stay a while. All these <laughs> holidays seem like Christmas, Halloween, Valentine's Day. They all seem way more fun in the days of old because there's a lot more mm-hmm. sacrifice Nudity and like a lot more sex and sex and orgies, orgies and like bloodletting and like tits yeah. being whipped and stuff like that. Why well, can't as we, you would say, tits being slapped, warlocks being slapped around and fondled. Why can't we go back to those days of time? We can the days of yore. Well, don't you think that's what the elite do, anyways? Yeah, for Not sure. Probably. They yeah. all that's get to all celebrate. Their, that's all their their masquerade parties. They probably do like eyes wide shut, Venetian masks, hundred you know, percent balls and. I balls mean, Marina balls, Abramovich does the blood, semen, milk, spirit cooking yeah, stuff. So. Yeah. yeah. Did you see where Zelensky wants her to be like the head of something over there in Ukraine? Marina Bravam, whatever, Satanist bitch. Abramovich. Ho, ho. Yeah. yeah. Head of what? I don't know. Education or something. I don't know. Something. Shit. The official <laughs> no, I'm not joking. government branch. I'm not joking. I'm serious. Of Ukraine. But speaking of Valentine's still. Okay, so. So. The highlight of my night here, or the highlight of the show for me, the coolest piece of information I can probably bring is, did you know, Ron, that I'm also related to somebody cool in history like you, but not on the which side of things? Which side of things? I wouldn't be surprised. What do you got? Which side are you related to? Who? Valentine Greatrakes. He was known as an Irish faith healer or the stroker locals known to him as either a demon what? an angel or an apostle he had undeniable um, he had the power to perform undeniable miracles and they also called his ability um, he had the ability to cure beyond all the power of nature so what was I, his name? I gotta Google this. Valentine Great Rakes. How do you know you relate this guy? Okay, Did you so 23 me, and me? Did no, you 23 no, no, no. Okay, so let okay. me tell you this part first before we get into how cool this dude is. How do you spell his How do you spell his last name? Hype. Great G R E A T R A K E S. Okay. So I'm at a family reunion one day with, you know, my dad's side. And we're at like with my grandma. So a lot of people are there, and I have a pretty big family. And I was talking to, I believe, my grandma, telling her about these things that I've been able to do since I was a kid. Like, it just came up. I never really told many people about it, but I've always been able to, like, like heal people and animals and things. Like, I just always had this, like, special little thing on the side that I literally just kept to myself and knew that I could do from a distance or without even touching people. And... So I'm talking about it, and my uncle overhears me, and he's like, oh, you know, we have an ancestor in our bloodline that can do exactly what you're talking about. So I get his name. I look him up. This dude healed thousands on thousands of people in, like, the 1600s. He healed people from the deaf, like, deafness, blind, plague, um, convulsions, um, ulcers, wounds. Diarrhea. Dropsy and epidemical fever at the time. And he healed so many people that, like, they would swarm him, like, in crowds to the point where he thought he was going to get, like, killed by the crowd size. And then the king, King Charles II of England, summoned him to come from Ireland to England to heal him of the king's evil. He had, like, some sort of, like, 
more than just a rash, like like blisters or something on him that my ancestor was able to heal as well. I don't know. Just interesting. He uh, said crowds flocked to him from all parts, and he was reported to have performed such extraordinary cures that he was summoned into the bishop's court at Lismere. Mm-hmm. And not having a license for practicing, was forbidden to lay hands on anyone else in Ireland. Yeah, but the Ooh. thing is, is he doesn't touch you when he does this healing. Like It's, it's just, Reiki. Exactly. Yeah, which is all energy harnessing. Mm-hmm. Could have been what he was. Did you know when his birthday was? Yeah, like uh, he was born on Valentine's Day in like 1621 or something like that. You know what? I think Reiki is... Born uh, 14th February 1628. That's I th- interesting. I think Reiki is like a sort of weird... It's like a Nikola Tesla kind of energy harnessing, but through the body. Um, Because, you know, like all these weird guru, not gurus, but you hear about these like, maybe they are gurus. I don't know. Like people that meditate and then they can levitate and like move shit and whatever. And they're yada, yada, yada. So that's kind of why I think Reiki is like this harnessing of scalar light, which we learned about. Like, you know, remember when we learned about that? Yeah, we're going to talk to Tom again pretty soon. Right. Because he when he talks about Using like, scalar energy, scalar energy, scalar light, whatever you want to call it. I think energy and light are kind of basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you know, when he was kind of describing, and I don't know how authentic this is. I'm just going to, you know, say what he said when he he uses scalar light on people's, like, photos to heal them. And that's kind of what I picture, like, Reiki kind of doing. Like, you're harnessing or manipulating the scalar light to heal ailments on the body through your hands. Yeah, so oh. Reiki is, like, the Western and westernized version of Shambhala. So... Mm. Like, I got certified in Shambhala once somebody realized, like, what I could do before I even realized I was related to, related to Valentine Great Rakes. Like, I, I ran into some, like, women healers that were older that kind of, like, took me in and guided me. And they taught me the ways of what's called Shambhala, which is the Eastern world's Reiki. And it's been around for thousands and that, like, since the beginning of time, basically. Like, the land of Shambhala is one of the hidden ancient paradises, like Atlantis. And... That is all used with, like, light and symbols and harnessing the energy, like you said. But, like, a level, let me make sure I say this right, like, a um, to be, like, a, a master Reiki would only be the equivalent of, like, a level two Shambhala. So you learn so much, Shambhala has so much more to it, whereas Reiki is, like, the stripped down version. And you're, like, drawing symbols on people without touching them and... What's Shamb- uh, where does Shambhala shit come from? Like eastern side of the world, like Tibet and mm. India, Korea. Yes, yeah, no. Shambhala, Japan. No, no, no. It's it's from Tibet. Shambhala, Tibetan Buddhist tradition in the spiritual kingdom. It says here it's kind of like uh, the uh, learning how to manifest. The Shambhala secret <laughs> manifest your dreams. I mean, well, I, I just remember. I believe, I believe a lot in uh, in manifesting. Doesn't, I really do. Doesn't uh, have you seen the movie The Karate Kid? No. What? Never. You never seen the fucking Karate nah, Kid? No, not into that fucking kung fu shit. It's not. Uh, <clears throat> like, it's not kung fu. It's not like friggin' oh grasshopper. No, it's not really. I mean, it kind of is, but it's more like <clears throat> it's it's a good story, right? You've seen it, Kristen, right? I mean, probably once when I was a kid, but I was I was a girl, so oh I was I was more into the princess. Guys shit. are lame as fuck. All right, first of all, there's a scene in in 
Karate Kid where the Karate Kid gets injured and his sensei who is who played Mr. Miyagi. But he he gets injured and then he does like this thing where he rubs his hands together and then he like kinda puts him over and supposedly helps him. I don't know. That's just what I think of when I think of Reiki. Yeah, when I like when I used to heal people People would, like, I'm not even touching anyone, and they would feel the heat. Like, if their eyes were shut and they didn't know where on the body I was, they'd, like, feel the heat wherever my hands were above. Like, oh, my feet are really hot. I'm like, yeah, that's where I'm, like, working right now. It's creepy. Yep, it's pretty cool. I think there's something to it. Oh, there definitely is. Like, I had to heal one of my friends at one point from, like, he came down to, it was, like, a coworker, and he came down to the front desk at a hotel, and he's, like, Kristen, make it stop. I can't stop thinking about this thing. And it was like on his mind and it just like kept like devouring his entire day because he couldn't stop overthinking overthinking this one like daunting subject. So I like tried to clear his mind and just like hovered my hands over his head and like pulled out like energy basically like pulled out those cords and tried to like really move that. And literally, like, within 20 minutes, I had, like, a runny nose, a sore throat. I couldn't stop blowing my nose. Like, and then I was sick for, like, a day and a half, almost two days, because you, like, you absorb something from it. It's just weird that I got physically sick from healing someone's, like, mental health. Well, if it's energy, right? Isn't that almost like what they say empaths do is that empaths take other people's energy? Yeah, bad vibes. Well, I mean, if we're, all, if we're all protons, electrons, <clears throat> neutrons, and you're more negative Waves. and I'm more positive, then you're, you're we're going to balance out no matter what. You're not more positive. But remember when we talked about way back in the day, Ron, how, like, your energy can transfer onto other people? Mm-hmm. And it's like if you're super negative, like I am to Chris all the time, then that energy could transfer to her or vice versa. Or if you're super positive... And you're, that can also transfer because I actually was watching some shit on like the heart or whatever. And the, basically the heart is like a giant magnetic field or creates like a giant magnetic field. And like depending on the energy you're giving out in that magnetic field, you know, people can tell. And this is what I think also, you know, when you can just tell someone's like in a shitty mood, do you know what I mean? Or if you're like around someone, you could like start to feel kind of weird. You're like, oh, like what's wrong with this person or what's up? Are you all right? Some of that's reading body language and stuff like that. Cause that's like a lot of human communication picking up on small, like differences and mannerisms or whatever. But you know, that whole like energy field and magnetism, um, you know, can transfer energy from one magnetic field to the other and then also something interesting is that apparently it kind of expands to like a range of six feet. Yeah, you're a Oh, we talked about and that's why. Does that sound familiar? <laughs> Excuse me. That's why they wanted people to be six feet apart. Yeah, I don't know. So like the whole Reiki shit, you know, I think there's definitely something to that whole energy movement, transfer of energy. People yeah. obviously can learn how to manipulate and harvest or pinpoint energy mm-hmm. because of Reality, everything's energy, and like zero point energy. There's, uh, it's been said like Nikola Tesla and people who look into that shit that there's you know enough energy in if you believe in space or not, or if everything's just one fucking fabric. But like a pinpoint in the air or space in front of you has as mu- enough energy to basically power the entire world. Mm. Uh, 
uh, so many times over, but it's just how do you harness that energy and how do you harness all that energy as well? Because, I mean, if you're going to harness energy, right, you're going to need something that can hold or withstand the amount of energy. That was always my question with Tesla. In which you're holding, I would think, and that's maybe, you know, another reason for cons- uh What were we talking about last week? The combustion shit. Spontaneous human combustion. Yeah. Spontaneous human combustion. Maybe that's like another reason why that happens. Just kind of going back there. Because, you know, they're, for whatever reason, harnessing too much of energy. And then the whatever, they're not big enough to hold whatever is how much energy they're taking in. And it's, they explode or catch on fire. That was always my, when I watched some documentaries on Tesla, you know, how they built that Tesla tower, right? And they have the little mini towers, right? Yeah. And even Tom Palladino, he's got that little mini Tesla tower that he uses with the crystals for the scale of healing. Unless it's like a magician's trick. Right. But there were, in this documentary, <laughs> they was they were uh, going over how Tesla had harnessed a lot of electricity, but then it went, because it was wireless, right? Mm, yeah. <clears throat> and he was in this laboratory that was on top of a hill overlooking like a small city, and all of a sudden... There was like this major power surge in the city, and it just fucking blew everything out because it was too much power. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, so how how that works? Like, if you got a windmill, or you have, uh, of course, you know the big windmills, they kind of put the power back into the grid. But say you had a windmill, like there's a farm over here in the next town over. They have a windmill, and they use it to power up a lot of the farm, right? Uh, right. But they have uh, you know, it goes down through an alternating system, an alternator system, kind of like a car, and it stores it in batteries. Yeah. Like really fancy automotive batteries. And then it's, it's it harnesses and stores that power to be used at a later date, right? So that's the biggest problem, like, with the whole uh, the free energy thing is, is, yeah, I believe that there is energy up there that we can use that would do everything we needed to do. Mm. But it's how do you focus all that energy into one point, bring it down to where you can actually store it. Mm. And when you can store it, well, then you can use it when you want to use it. And that's how, that's how uh, solar panels work. Right. And I think that's like a lot of, uh, a lot of the, the beliefs of like the pyramids, right. And shit like that Mm. is that they're basically antennas and kind of like energy harvesting, apparatuses and that's kind of well, the purpose like they're big batteries right big battery yeah. yeah and that's why like when like you said you went to the pyramids in <clears throat> mexico right mm-hmm. and then like when people say they go to the pyramids of giza and other places or even just like you know uh high energy points that uh, that are on the electromagnetic field of the earth like but specifically pyramids when they go there they get a weird they feel like very weird there's like something going on mm. in that area and i mean you know why aren't you allowed in those pyramids maybe because they don't want you to see fucking the crystals that are making the vibrations whatever that... it is yeah crystals quartz i mean used to be used to be uh people would like climb the pyramids at giza yeah they outlawed that like they don't want I'm anybody sure near did. them right Well, you know, when you mentioned that, it just sparked my memory because when I was at Chichen Itza, 
<clears throat> I can remember watching tons of pictures and old documentaries where people were walking up the steps because when you look at a Mayan pyramid, it has steps, right? Mm. And people were just walking up the steps, going up to the top and walking back down. You know that pyramid, it's called El, uh, El Castillo, which is the Spanish, obviously that's not Mayan, but it means uh, Castillo, Castle of the God or whatever, is basically what it translates into. When you look at the top of a Mayan pyramid, you know how it's flat and it's got a like a square room on the top? That's where they do the sacrifices. Mm-hmm. That, that and, but that's where they would preach out to the people? Yeah, and the way that it's set up, and and, and, and roll the heads down the stairs. That too. Wow. And uh, but what's interesting about it is that they said that you could stand up there and talk at a regular voice. You didn't have to yell or scream. You would talk at a regular voice, and there was something there that amplified it, mm. and it sound it was like loudspeakers, like like a horn or yeah, like a. You know, it's, there's something like that at the ice castles. If anyone gets a chance to go to the ice castle this year, there's one of the domes in there, and I don't know how they did it. But if you stand in a certain spot and you're talking to the other person in there, the sound gets completely amplified to the point where, like, it feels like your head is in a speaker. Did they do that intentionally? I think so, yeah. And I don't, you're not even meant to know about it. There's nothing that, there's nothing written about it. There's no indication that there is something hidden there. Like, it's, it's weird because that happened. And then, like, I was putting my hand on this wall and it was making such, like, a weird, I loved the sound. I couldn't stop doing it. But I think that whole part of the ice castles, like, I want to go back and check for more in the other chambers of that section because I feel like that architect that built that section incorporated, like, all these, like, miracles of, or not miracles, but, like, uh, like magician tricks with sound, you know. Was it an architect, or was it just kind of like some redneck hillbilly? No, they like, have like actual. Ice I think architects. this might be a cool idea. We'll get some metal framing and we'll put no. some ice on it. No, no, I don't know. Because the been. ice castles originated, I think, with like actual ice, like sculptors and architects that started small or something. I don't know. So is it like a a craft? It's like a thing people do, like yeah. ice sculpture, yeah, or like wood sculptures. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't fucking know. I thought it was just some redneck, like... They make 10,000 icicles a day. <laughs> it's like a redneck attraction type of thing. No, it's really magical. Like a corn maze, where <clears throat> you're like, oh, a corn maze. But then when you get there, it's kind of like, oh. They just took a bunch of corn stalks out and made some paths. And mm, But I think if we did have a way money. to store energy for the free energy idea, I think that vibration or frequency would have a lot to do with how we store it and when we decide to tell it like that we're getting ready to use it and use it, we would change the frequency probably to like take it out of storage is my, my thinking. Well, I would think it would be like anything that charges where there's like a light or something. Or well, see, I think the pyramids at Giza, like a full sign generates electricity because didn't they say that they found uh, a pool of mercury inside the uh, pyramids of Giza? No fucking idea. <laughs> yeah. See, no, seems to me that there was a story about that, but what's interesting is that how the pyramids of Giza are placed that's identical to how Orion, the three stars in Orion are. You got the two that are exactly in line, and then one's off on a little kilter. Well, in, in the Mayan ruins just outside of Mexico City called Teotihuacan, Teotihuacan, they have the same exact measurements as they do at Giza. Yeah. In the main pyramid at Teotihuacan, also, they found a pool of mercury 
inside. They also line up across the world, right? <clears throat> yeah, they're like on ley lines. Because it's yeah. not it's not just though it's not just that there's like a bunch of pyramids and structures that line up like with the pyramids of Giza and like pyramids across the country, the yeah. world, I mean. And Stonehenge somewhere is lined up with something with that too. Uh with Easter Island or there's some deal with the ley lines. I would really like to study the ley lines. That's super interesting. Yeah, well, I think that gets in oh, sorry to cut you up, but I think that get that's like a well, along with like energy grids and shit like that, that like gets in a, a numerology for like a lot of people. That's a big part of it is like all the, the ley lines and energy grids and the pyramids and like how I get, I think it's ergonomically or ge- ge- geometrically or whatever. Astrolog- astrologically. Astrologically. Oh yeah. Cause the stars too. So, but either way, it's like the numer- numerology that that is like one of the big topics it's like how everything it's like oh well here's london here's the pyramids or like you know what i mean or like here's london washington and then the vatican or like here's the pyramids of giza here's fucking easter island like and those aren't probably the correct examples but all that kind of shit yeah but they're all they're all part of that for sure but my 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 idea was that like these pyramids at giza i think they they harness electricity from the from the ether let's just say you know the sky but i think it's 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 a form of a battery like it holds the power the pyramid yeah because you've seen the uh you know the theoretical things with the aliens and everything if you believe in aliens and but that the that they were basically what we would call gas stations Mm. <laughs> like 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 the flying saucers would come down like and whatever their propulsion system is recharge. would recharge from the pyramids. Yeah. Uh but see, you know, the construction of the ones, the Mayan pyramids, totally different. Yeah. Totally different. Well, do you does Mercury have a cooling component to it? I have, I don't know much about Mercury. You got me on that. Like because there's silver mercury, then there's red mercury. Well, why were they like in they used to be in like the thermometers? Yeah. Why were they in thermometers? You know, I don't know. Well, because I think the heat makes it expand, right? The heat makes the mercury yeah, expand. makes the mercury expand. Yeah, yeah. expand. For, uh, you know, to here's do the thing. Though, here's the thing. They always tell you, oh, to you know, expand to do what though? That's mercury what. is so bad for you. It's so deadly. It's so middle. Make you sick. Like in the junkyard here, we get notices from the state. You know, every so many, you know, every so many years, or every three years when we have to do our EPA stuff, and. They make you say or sign a piece of paper guaranteeing that you're taking all the mercury switches out of the vehicles. Like, yes. And disposing of them (laughs) properly. Like, we did that. And, but, but, if mercury is so deadly, what the fuck is it doing in childhood vaccines? Well, that's true. And there used to be this stuff called mercurochrome when I was a kid. This is probably past you guys' time. But you know how they used to put the iodine on your cuts and it would keep it from being infected and you'd have this little orange blotch on you. I don't know. Mm. Did you ever have that when you were a kid, Buckley? I had the, I got, not when I was a kid, what did I have? Like when I was a kid, if you got a cut, you were supposed to wash it and then you would put the iodine on it. Yeah, iodine. Every every house had iodine and yeah. then you put a Band-Aid on it. Yeah. But, but okay, so there was this product called Mercurochrome. And it was two components. It was this red. It looked fucking like red mercury is what it looked like. And then they had this powder. And what you would do if you got cut, and I'm telling you, I did this. It it works. It's freaking amazing. I had a really bad cut that probably could have, should have been stitched. 
and you clean your wound and you put this mercurochrome stuff on it. And then you take this little, it's, oh, it's almost like a yellow powder and you sprinkle it on there and you just let it dry. And then you put a bandaid on it within a couple of days, it's healed. Yeah. So what I know about mercury is that it's a toxic metal and what is it though? Well, that's one of the, th- the reasons why they think, uh, you know, autism has been spiked with the increase of vaccines. It's because toxic metals get into the brain at a young age, which the measles, mumps vaccine, right? When you're, you're, is that the MMR? It's, yeah. I yeah. always get it mixed up. <clears throat> uh, but like your blood, your blood uh, wall membrane or blood brain barrier. There you go. In your brain is a lot lower when you're young uh, or sorry, it's, it's more open. So there's more blood flowing to the brain because when you're younger, you need more blood for development and nutrition and all that shit nutrients. So there's, it's open. There's more blood flowing to your brain. <clears throat> and if you inject like mercury in a shit ton of vaccines and the vaccines have mercury and all this other shit in them, well then that goes to your brain that causes brain swelling. And that's, you know, what lots of times where the autistic side of things comes into play where the brain is actually swollen and then that and then you get the uh, cognitive uh, deficiencies and then that also transfers into like your organs as well. And that's why like a lot of people with autism, they have bloated stomachs and kidneys and livers and shit like that because they're having toxic metals, you know, running through their system at a young age. So. There is an argument for that, even knowing that there's no studies out there that really exist, but that's because they haven't done them. Well, the reason why I think they don't want anybody to have mercury, it's not for your safety. Like, I don't think the government gives a shit if we're fucking safe or not. Not If if they did, they wouldn't be spraying shit in the skies 24-7. They wouldn't be trying to jack you up on uh, the died suddenly shot. They they wouldn't be doing any of that if they really cared about your health, right? If they really cared about your health, we wouldn't be in a healthcare system that it literally costs fifteen thousand dollars to go to the hospital to reset a broken arm. Yeah, no, they don't give right? a shit. No, they don't give they a don't shit. shit. So what I think why they don't want people to have mercury is because when you look at you, you look just give me uh, give me an example. When you look at all these old pictures, if you start talking about the Tartaria thing, or even not even Tartaria, but but these uh these buildings that Suppose they had these big, long, the big spires, and then they would have this brass ball, and allegedly that brass ball contained mercury, and the antenna would pull energy down from the ether, and it would get into the mercury, then the mercury would start spinning inside these little balls, and then it would shoot the, shoot the power down, and they would have these copper rods, and it's just like here, how we have the uh, the lightning rods, and you have the band of copper. Well, these lightning rods have little balls on them too. They just make those decorative to cover the narrative that on these buildings, that's those balls are just decorative or are those balls actually on the antennas are full of mercury. And that's how these, how these buildings made their own energy, had their own power. Same thing with stained glass, right. like the design of state, the designs of stained glass. They say that that conducts electricity too. Well, bricks, <clears throat> Supposedly, can yeah. conduct and hold red, red brick, right? Can hold energy, but yeah, I mean, obviously, the, the energy people not having sustainable energy that they don't control 
obviously is a problem for them. And like, we don't really need to get into that because we know, but like, you know, I think that maybe the, the hindrance towards mercury is like, maybe there is some coupling of mercury in, you know, sustaining whether it's zero point energy or some other energy that goes together that they don't want anybody to really figure out. Maybe that's why you see pools of mercury for whatever reason. I have no idea. I'm just speculating, but you see, pools of mercury like in the pyramids of giza and in other pyramids and whatnot real quick did you guys watch the super bowl i did did you fuck no (laughs) so when my when people when my brother and other people asked me like oh which team do you think is gonna win i was just like whatever team taylor swift's boyfriend is Uh on. that's what my response was (laughs) yeah you know i think uh I think people are blowing that shit out a lot of proportion. Do I think there's a psyop there? I do. I do. I, I Because, you know, she's like one of the richest entertainers that there is. And, I mean, you know, she's got millions and millions and millions of fans, right? The Swifties. Right. And then you got Kelsey, who is like the, the Gronk of the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, clearly not as cool as Gronk. Like, yeah, not Gronk's even, way Not even cooler. fucking close to being as cool as Gronk. Gronk would never <laughs> yell at his coach like that. No. No. You know, I don't even know <laughs> what that was never about. Never do that. But that wasn't cool. But anyways. He'll uh, miss a field goal kick, but he any, would never do that. Anyways, uh, do do I think there's a, like a form of a psyop there? I, I think there's a strong possibility uh, because, you know, he's a big pusher for Pfizer, of course. And George Soros owns Mrs. Swift's uh, music category. Oh, catalog he does? Yeah, he bought Yeah, it. Yeah. So, or so I've heard. So there could be a thing. And what was interesting, and I don't know how accurate Team this is. Soros. There was a bunch of uh, news channels they were showing, like the Mockingbird Media. You know, you guys have seen it when they go. Tyler Swift, Taylor Swift is not a psyop. Yeah. Taylor Swift exactly. is not a psyop. Yeah. Taylor Swift is not a psyop. They just, every channel was saying it, just like how they used to say, Safe and effective, and and uh, spreading of disinformation is dangerous to our democracy. When they had like a hundred different news channels all saying the same exact thing by a script, the same thing was going out. I don't know if it's true because I didn't have a chance to look into it, but they kept saying Taylor Swift is not a psyop. Well, you know what? I think I think there's a little bit of a psyop there. I well, really do. Just the fact that like the that the media is saying the word psyop yeah. in itself shows you that. There's something going on paired with like this whole Taylor Swift is not a psyop. Like, who the fuck knew what a psyop was before COVID? Really? I mean, there, obviously people did. Like, uh, that's not what I'm trying to argue. But I'm just saying, like, in the mainstream narrative, like, who knew what a psyop was? And now that the mainstream is having these videos coming out and they're being like, you know, that programming style of news media that's being forced through people's phones, TVs. Taylor Swift is not a psyop. All right. Why the fuck are you saying that then? Why are you saying that? Because there's millions of people that probably don't even know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. And now they're going to wonder. So, yeah, yeah no, I, the I think there's something to it. However, think, well, the thing is, I think, I think it's going to be ex- extremely interesting. Like, I don't give, I don't really give a fuck about Taylor Swift, whatever. She's, you know, I don't either. Not her or Kelsey. She makes music. Some of her shit's catchy. She seems to be doing well for herself. Whatever. I don't. I don't really give a shit. If she's at the Super Bowl. Cool. She is. Cool. She isn't. Type of thing. Do you know what I mean? Um, I don't think like people should get bent out of sorts about anything to do with either one of these Kelsey Travises or Taylor Swifters. But it will be interesting knowing 
well, just kind of the NFL and whether the NFL is not rigged or is rigged um, and knowing the uh, elite billionaires and their behaviors and the commercials and the Pfizer commercials and, you know, Robert Kraft is, you know, having these stop Jewish hate commercials and it'll, it'll be extremely interesting to just see how or what the next move is. If you really want to know Taylor Swift is or not a psyop or pay it or not or whatever, pay attention to what the, the, the following move is because this whole setup, if, if you for one second think that they're going to be Taylor Swift and Tra- uh, Travis, what the fuck his name is, you know, leading up to the Super Bowl, right? And you don't think the Chiefs are going to win um, or you think they're going to like, you know, miss that opportunity for business or whatever. You know, this right now is just the setup. This is the hook line, not the sinker, but this is what's getting you kind of invested, right? They start to date. They go to the fucking Super Bowl. They, they hit her boyfriend team wins. I don't know if there was an engagement or, or not. Um, I, I don't think I so, heard no. some whispers. I saw some videos. They could have just been fake TikToks. I didn't find anything on it. But look to see what happens next when George Soros owned Taylor Swift and Pfizer, uh, Kelsey Travis, what the fuck his name is, who Travis Kelsey, who was paid twenty some or was paid millions of dollars to be a sponsor or a idol for Pfizer. See what happens next. And I guess my other thing too is like, for I don't know. Me and my gal are talking about this because we we watch the Super Bowl, and I mainly like to watch the Super Bowl now just. For the commercials, not because haha they're funny, which they kind of are some of them, but I mainly like to watch it to see like well what kind of commercials are going, what kind of messages they're putting out, what kind of um, what kind of satanic symbolism or shit happens during the halftime show, uh, as well as like this year you know predicting or just not really predicting because I didn't really predict it, but just kind of being like okay they hyped up Taylor Swift. Kelsey, fuck that guy, and then so my opinion: the Chiefs are going to win just because the whole Taylor Swift build-up thing, blah blah blah. Um, but me and my gal were talking about this, and it was like we were we were just having this kind of discussion and pointing out like all these like just the whole culture, the whole like disconnection of well, one the realm of the NFL and everything that goes along with it, commercialism, consumerism. Um, and then the whole disconnect of like our our stance or just how we feel because it's like almost like the whole Super Bowl and a lot of shit that goes with it, whether it's you know flus or stop Jewish hate or commercials or even just the NFL itself. It's like we're, we're super disconnected because it's like a fake culture. I feel like that's being given to us mm. and being force fed to us. And like you know, it's like the halftime show. Like I don't even like. Like, I, I don't know who these people are. They seem kind of washed up. You know, the, no connection, really. Um, and and it, that's kind of what the Super Bowl feels like. And I, so I think if you're, if you're kind of one of these people that's, like, super into sports and just super cares about, like, Taylor Swift and all, all this shit, it's like, well, you're just giving your energy over to, like, force-fed, faked culture that, like, in no real matter, it doesn't really matter to your life at all, like... 
So if you're one of these people that gets heated up about winning or losing, your team winning or losing, like, why? Like, those people that are playing football are getting paid millions of dollars, whether it's scripted or, or not. Whether they, they win or not. A, they don't give yeah. a fuck about you. So, like, no. if you're going to invest all your energy into this shit, like, well, why are you, why are you doing that? Do you know what I mean? And it's just like, it's just like a fake culture. You know, I kind of wish and hope that, like, maybe people will kind of wake up and start. I know some people do. Like, a lot of people that we know podcasts and, you know, they're waking up and just kind of seeing that. It's like, it, it's that this force-fed fake culture. And it's like the same shit, like the black national anthem. Like, what the fuck is that like what are we gonna what should we start giving them their own drinking water fountains and their own schools again like what are we doing here it's like their act of you know making uh black urban communities feel relevant is to segregate them from the national anthem which is something that they 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 from being slaves if that's a true narrative and then becoming community members of the United States, free community members and active participants in the country. And then, you know, they they do all that to work against segregation and slavery. And then you're going to go and give the, the black communities their fucking own national anthem. That's segregation. This is racism. It's it's done. It's, re, it's, in, it's reverse. Done, it's reverse it, it's racism. It's done in a, a super weird fucking way. So you like think it's woke and it's PC and you're getting you're like giving uh, you know black people what they want, but what you're really doing is you're segregating them. It, it's it's racism in the weirdest way. If you truly want to have a, a community that's knit and everyone's equal and all this and that. Then like you're not segregating them from the national anthem. Like what are we gonna do? Mexican national anthem, fucking LGBTQ national anthem, fucking gay national like lesbian. Do you, you get what I'm saying? White person that like what what are we doing? This is this is what I'm talking about when I say the fake fucking culture that you're being given, you're being force fed. Like, just wake up a little. Don't buy into it so much, and just be like, well, no. Like, see the, those red flags and those faults. Like, this is segregation. This is not moving forward with the integration of communities, society, races. This is moving backward to segregation. 100%. Yeah. Did you see, how many white people did you see during the halftime show? A couple, but not a lot. And then, I did notice. You saw a couple? I saw, like, a couple. But I, re- I you had to really look. It was mostly black people. I don't remember seeing any. It was mostly uh, black people. And, and it's always the same shit. It's all these big fucking dance numbers. You can't even understand what they're fucking saying. They brought all kinds of has-beens back out on the stage. The only one that I liked was Alicia Keys, because I, I like her. And yeah, but, but it's like, okay, you know, I, I just... I'm not going to say it was a bad halftime show as far as them wanting to entertain people. But the fact that it's every halftime show every year now is the same exact fucking show with different people. You know, they said one of the best halftime shows there ever was is when Tom Petty played. I believe it. That was quite a few years ago. That was a very highly rated one. And uh, I mean, I even liked uh, one with Prince because I think think Prince's music was pretty fucking good anyways. Uh, You know, now I didn't at the time, but. 
now I can actually appreciate him for the musician that he was. You know what I mean? But yeah, Buckley, you're onto something there because it's it's like it's it's forming more of a division. And then you got the the Carrie Lake from Arizona, where she 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 wouldn't stand during the uh, Black National Anthem, and she's taking a lot of heat for that. And it's like, okay, so. Everybody is supposed to be okay with all these players kneeling during the national anthem that Colin Kaepernick started that bullshit. And then it became a whole trend. And everybody would just lose their fucking minds because these people were doing that. Again, like Buckley says, stop playing into it. But people are losing their mind because Carrie Lake didn't stand for the fucking Black National Anthem. There's nothing anywhere saying that the Black National Anthem is a real deal, and why the fuck do you have to stand to listen to it? It's not the National Anthem of the United States of America where all men are supposed to be created equal, men and women, but you know what I'm you saying. You play that in every country now, do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's fucking like, ridiculous. So now, like, when England has something, they're going to play that. Okay, so, what, so when they play NFL... Like, do you know what I mean? Well, you know, you know, all these American football companies, Bob Kraft included... And the people that own the Red Sox, they're investing in these English uh, soccer leagues, and they are trying their hardest to get a NFL team in England. Yeah. Why don't you start by putting a few in Canada? You know, Canada, they got good football players, all kinds of, you got the Canadian Football League, you got all these football leagues up there. And you know what's really going to be interesting to see, and I don't want to get off topic here, is this uh, new football league that The Rock invested in. <laughs> you know, that ought to be good. They call it the Spring League, so they're going to be starting up pretty soon. Was it like indoor football? Well, it's kind of like arena football, but not really. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, they're probably going to be playing in domes anyways, but the rules are really kind of funky. It's 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 kind of weird. But, but anyways, but you know the one thing that kind of really – irks me about the Taylor Swift thing. And a lot of people probably don't know this. We just had the death of Toby Keith, very well known. He died. Patriot, yeah, patriotic country singer, huh. uh, really big during the Gulf War with his songs. Did I forget how many USO tours where he would go over to the Middle East and play for the troops. Just a real fucking true patriotic American, right? He's the one that fucking discovered Taylor Swift. Did he now? Yes, and he is the one that signed her to his recording label and gave her her fucking start. Now, this fucking guy, just he just performed at the Country Music Awards. He played Don't Let the Old Man In, which is the song he wrote for Clint Eastwood's movie, The Mule. Him and Clint Eastwood, very good friends. And he looked like he just, I'm, I, I remember seeing it. He did a great performance, but I'm like, oh my God, this fucking dude is sick. Mm, he, and he had, and he had what they're calling a turbo cancer. He had, you know, the turbo cancer is kind of the thing that they're going around and saying with the, with the clot shot starts. So right? That means his Faustian bargain was running out. Yeah. Who knows? But I mean, <laughs> but you know, what's interesting and some people had brought this up recently on some of his social media, they were showing posts where he was like, oh, look at me. I'm getting the vaccine, right? Woof. Those fucking posts are all gone now. <sighs> Any posts that it was associated with him taking the vaccine are fucking gone as far as what these people are saying, right? Mm. But he passed away just a couple of weeks ago. And do you think Taylor Swift would say a fucking word about that? The man 
who took a chance on her and fucking started her and gave her the start of her career. Oh, Ron, everyone mourns in their own way. Yeah, well, it's all she, scripted anyway. She isn't yeah. fucking mourning at all. Well, what, what you Kristen know, one of the said, funniest me- one of the funniest memes I fucking saw is like, here I am, and and, I, and this reminds me of when I was in Aruba because Aruba everything's fucking paper straws, right? So you're trying to fucking sip a pina colada with a paper straw, and it's a frozen drink, so the straw lasts like fucking two sips, and it's junk. You use a straw? Yeah, it's kind of gay. That's not. I don't want to get frozen drink all over <laughs> my face. And just joke. Uh, and I've probably time. drank a lot more of them than you have. So well, what the but, fuck is that supposed but to mean? The, but the point is, you think it better than me. Like huh? this person said, here I am, fucking rinsing out my tomato soup can so I can recycle a can, drinking <laughs> drinks with paper straws and Taylor Swift instead of driving from L.A. to Vegas, which is a couple hour drive. Right, it's not that far. Yeah. Fucking flies her private jet to fucking Las Vegas from L.A. Fourteen minute flight. I heard she was coming and, from and like every, Japan or something. She came from Japan. She did a show. She came from Japan to L.A. When she was in L.A., she could have had her little caravan, fucking drive her to Las Vegas. But no, she had to bring her whole fucking entourage with her and fly in her private jet. I mean, fourteen minute. Wouldn't you? Flight. I fucking would do the same. I don't exact have a thing. problem with it. I have a problem with it when these are the motherfuckers that are telling us. Ron, if yeah. I was rich and that, had an entourage, I would have a huge entourage. I'd you would have a fucking scooter made out of gold. First what off, would I get? you'd get like a fucking right. But the difference is, the difference is, <laughs> like a, I'm not <laughs> preaching climate change to people. I personally think it's fucking horseshit. Oh, yeah. So if I had a private jet, motherfucker, we'd all be taking it to go down to the fucking store. Look, I'm just saying. Okay, like, so, that, so that's not even a good comparison. What I'm saying is she's part of the fucking group that is pushing this fucking climate change. You got to change. You got to eat crickets. You got to do this. You can bet your ass. Well, she's a vegan, so she's already fucking. She looks like a chipmunk. Yeah. Well, I got to say Taylor Swift is a very pretty girl. Is she? Yeah, she is she's pretty. very pretty. I just pre- don't yeah. see it. She's, she's pretty, no, but she's, I don't she's know. A pretty, no, she's a pretty girl. But she the point is, weird. The point she is, tall. When these people are tall. pushing the climate agenda, and then fly fourteen minutes in their like all jet. the people that flew their private jets into Davos, Switzerland for the World Economic Forum's Davos meeting, yeah, and then sucked up all the fucking prostitutes for themselves. Didn't leave any for the working man. Why would you? you ball, and, but then Ron. they turn around and they're telling us what we should be doing. Ron. Fuck off. I don't think you understand the baller status here, but like this is what I got to say. As Elon would say, go fuck yourself. Look, I have no issues with Taylor Swift, honestly. I don't either. I, I, I don't, don't either. really give a shit about her music or Kelsey, whoever. Whatever. And like if I was fucking as rich as Taylor Swift, which I'll probably never, ever be. I would probably ball the fuck out too. I would have an entourage. I'd have gold chariots for you, and probably a you know, trash bin for a gold. I want a gold outhouse made out of like I don't know reused plywood. But do you get what I'm saying? It's like you know, don't knock Taylor Swift for being rich and famous. No, and that's why. But, I, that's why I said people just need to fucking leave that shit alone. Who gives a fuck? And she might not really know 
anything about anything. Maybe she does. Maybe she doesn't. I feel like if you're that high up in popularity, then you have to know something about the weird, creepy Illuminati. She's part of it. Right. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. But one of the big things about controlled opposition is like the best controlled opposition doesn't know they're controlled opposition. So what I'm trying to get at is like people listening, you know, well, it goes back to what Kristen said. It's kind of scripted. So if you're like thinking that just all the hype about Taylor Swift and all this and that isn't like a setup or isn't isn't propagated or, it's or like created, a movie. right? If it's not propagated, if you don't think that or you're not seeing that, like that's the 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 point that you're missing. It's not that like Taylor Swift was there and ruining the NFL or whatever. Toby Keith didn't sign her up. It's all that's that what shit. They, they said. But she was always probably destined for this path anyway to be this. He discovered her. But you're right. She was probably just like Hannah Montana, right? Mm-hmm. Like like the only reason Billy Ray Cyrus got to be anything is because Bill he had Ray a daughter. Cyrus. He had a daughter that was going to be a Disney kid, and they fucking brought her up through Disney, and look at where she is now. What do you think about the whole 13 thing? What 13 like, thing? Uh, like Super Bowl 58, 13... <laughs> Uh, oh, no, Taylor no. Swiss, 13, Grammy, her 13 appearance at the Super Bowl. She was, like, born on the 13th. There's all this Nick Numerology And lots shit. of 33s. Right. The address for the Super Bowl was, like, 33, 33, whatever lane. There was a lot of 13s going around. I don't know. I just thought it was weird. Um, I don't fuck with numerology because, like, I just, I just get lost, you know? It's like the people set up grids, and they're like, well, into the 396, and... Subtract two and add the 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 those, this range of mountains over here on the globe, and it comes out to four hundred and seventy two, which is the year of cry. Or I don't fucking know, whatever it is. So I get lost in that stuff. I think a lot of them are using like gematria. Yeah, gematria. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, like, gematria. but I do think it. There is a lot of thirteen shit, and you can go find it. Uh, people putting together videos of the stuff. And other stuff as well with the numerology of certain events that add up. And you're kind of like, huh, that's interesting. Like, why is that? But, like, there's also the same sort, not exactly numerology, but, like, some guy talks about the similarities between, I think it is, the murder of Abe Lincoln and Kennedy, the assassinations. There's, like, real weird inverse comparisons of like dates locations and and names of people that kind of are like in this weird reversal scenario of both assassinations uh it's strange but i don't know to the 13 thing though it was weird because the next day after the super bowl there was a lot of 13 showing up in my life so i don't know that's why I was kind of talking about it. Kristen, what do you think about this? It just reminds me of, like, makes me think of astrocartography where they take your birth chart and the planetary alignment and the location of where you were born and the day and the number of the day. And they can, like, determine, like, take a world map, take your birth chart, and I don't know how really it works, but they can, like... They put these, like, lines through the map, and it'll show, like, where you're best meant to be for, like, success. If you want to, like, be successful in a career, you can move to this place. Or if you want to feel, like, at home and feel, like, a good shot of, like, finding love, you'd move to this place. And it has all these different 
places on the maps where you can go for various reasons. Like mine, specifically like this region, it's like attached to my Chiron, which is a planet that's associated with like a wounded healer. And that if you're living on a Chiron line, which is what I'm doing, your path will be like all fucking struggle and like darkness and trauma. And I'm like, what the fuck? It's literally because I was born in this shithole. <laughs> like I could go uh, move somewhere else and I wouldn't have had those experiences. I don't know. Where were you born? Uh in Massachusetts. But you grew up like around here. I moved around a lot, but yeah, like always New England, like New Hampshire and Mass. Okay. Yeah, cuz well, first of all, I do I think a lot of people kind of, you know, experience struggle, right? Yeah, and the thing with the birth charts too is based on like because if like if you're if, if what you're going to get to is like you know a lot of people with those similar experiences if they're all from this area and around the same age group we're all kind of like on that same Kragen line Chiron line even if we have different birthdays it's all kind of in the yeah, same placement but the thing but I, the thing I the, I don't like definites Kristen or For charts sure. because it's like struggle is struggle and most people struggle. Yeah, and we everyone, talk about nobody gets a clean deck of cards. Right, and like, but there's obviously different levels to struggle. It's like your struggle versus my struggle versus someone else's struggle are going to be all three different things. Yeah. So Life the cr- suffering. The old Kraken line, though, is interesting because Ron always talks about it, and you've probably heard him talk about how he thinks, like, this town, there's, like, some weird shit going on, whether it's, like, some sort of curse or, like, energy fault line or, like, some weird spiritual entity. Daniel Webster. Daniel Webster. There are a lot of stone walls floating around out in the mm-hmm. hills. So, you know, he talks about that. And, I mean, that'd be interesting to look at your Kragen line, whatever the fuck you call it. Chiron. Chiron line. And then see if there's, like, a fault that runs through this area. No, it's only the one major line that runs through, like, the, the East Coast that I have on my map. But they've taken, like, birth charts of, and they've, like, overlaid them with celebrities so that you can actually, like, see how, because you can look up what a celebrity's life has been like. There's obviously, like, news and journalists and articles on all their whole life experiences. But they did it for that girl, uh, Gabby Petito. Somebody on YouTube was, the girl that got, like. Oh, um, she got murked on, like, a vacation or. Yeah, like, on that road trip. A van trip or something. Yeah, apparently her birth chart, like, showed that she would travel to that region with a guy and. Like her life went on there, and that she was going to be, Mark. she was like on her way to fame, but something in that region would get in the way. I don't know. It was. It's really interesting. They've done it to a lot of different like famous people and celebrities. Mm, so it's kind of like uh, an oracle's reading of your life. Yeah, I guess, but with planets and stars and numbers and. So it takes into account numerology. I don't know how much of numerology. Astrology. Yeah, I mean, it takes like the numeral. Well, I guess, I guess it just takes like the the numbers of the planetary alignments and like the numbers of your birthday. I don't know if it does anything else numerology wise, but I don't know too much about it. It's just that's what it made me think of with all the synchronous numbers. Yeah, I said yeah, numerology. Like I said before, it's just kind of like. I like get it, but I also don't get it. And then like I've tried to listen to people do videos on it or presentations or youtube videos or even podcasts and it's just like i get lost because they're just like saying all these numbers i'm like yeah my brain is the same swirls around hear that so i don't know maybe there's some fact to it i mean i know it's been said that like 
the universe is just math and numbers. Yeah, and I like guess fractals and geometry and 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 like mathematics and like dimensions of nature is all just that. But and then obviously like the ancient philosophers and shit like that have like the mathematics of the universe and mm-hmm. all this shit. But have you gotten into numerology at all, or do you just fucking get? No, I mean I played with the gematria a little bit when I first got into Golden Dawn, but I didn't go much further than that with it. I have like a long list of things I want to learn, and numerology is somewhere on that list, but it's not Woof. the top. It would be cool, like because there's like certain I don't know, like there's like we were talking in some other episodes about like the infant infinity flower, yeah, or the, some shit or the flower of life, yeah, and how there's like secrets to the universe. Like the um, the Shipibo people Shipibo. of the Mayan, I think they're from like the Mayan region where they, like if you ever looked at like Shipibo artwork, it's all these different patterns and colors. When, when, if you look it up, you'll recognize it. You've seen it before, I'm sure. But these, these Shipibo people were able to dissect and translate the language of the universe and plants and flowers into like a musical chart so this shipibo artwork people will look at it and it looks like it's just art but based on the weavings and the patterns that's actually like another shipibo person would look at that and be able to read music and sing a song from this artwork it's pretty fucking fascinating that's kind of crazy yep it's like this the musical code of the universe well people say that music is just math a lot of people not me i don't I get it, but I also don't get it. To me, music is color. Then yes, if you're on acid, then it's definitely music is very colorful. <laughs> but anyway, I think we should move on to our next segment. Uh, it's called Crazy Love. Have you heard the tale of the Bobbits? No, no. I don't know what you're talking about. So this story uh, is... Um, <laughs> <laughs> It's a it's uh it focuses well it's a not a story it's a real life thing that happened uh, between Lorena I think her name was Lorena Bobbit and Wayne Bobbit is this and the one who cut off so yes yeah, so there was this fucking that she was an Ecuadorian this man married this Ecuadorian princess uh, immigrant and she she claims that one night when she came home her husband was wasted. And, like, he raped her and assaulted her and then, like, went to bed. And then when he was asleep, <laughs> and this is part's actually true because the allegations of that never stuck, the sexual assault abuse. That's such bullshit. I don't know. He said, she said, but either way, she she took a knife from the kitchen while he was sleeping in bed fucking cut his severed his dick fucking cut no she cut his cock clean off cut his wang off yeah and then she fucking decapitated no she got in the car and she she drove down the road to somewhere she went somewhere dumped it down someone's toilet she threw the wiener the the cock out the window into a fucking field so this guy had to like he had to wake up his friend who was over at the time and like hanging out sleeping his friend was freaking out. He had, like, a fucking bloody blood gushing from his groin. Drove to the hospital. <laughs> they drove him to the hospital, and the doctor is just like, 
like, show me your wrist. Where'd you cut your on your wrist? Because there was so much fucking blood. Yeah. And he was like, it's not my wrist, baby. And, like, it was dr- the main vein. Dropped the sheet, and it's just like, God damn. But he's, it was a, it was a nine-hour surgery. and For a two-inch dick? <laughs> I guess. And he basically, it, it, he said it works now, and everything's good. Wait, wait, who fetched, who retrieved that? I don't know, the police, someone had to. So they went searching through the fields for this, like, fucking throbbing, convulsing I guess. appendage. It was a nine-hour nine surgery, but they got it back on. Oh, my God, I'd, I hate to say it, but I'd like to see a picture of that. I hate to say I it, know. but I'd like to see okay. a picture of that one. Okay, well, here's where this story gets interesting. <laughs> That's the only unsolicited dick pic I'd be curious about. You can see it. Let's see it. Pull it up. Because he went on to do a few pornos. Oh, wow. No, he fucking didn't. Yes, he did. Oh, my God. 100%. Oh, what does the Ecuadorian princess think now? That was Lorena Bobbitt was her name. Yeah, And I guess her argument was that she was tired of him cheating on her. And she just had enough, and he was cocked and being an asshole, so she cut his wang off. Well, I, I mean, there's other stories about dudes getting their wangs cut off. Well, so, so. Here's, an, here's another one. It took place in China. Some Chinese woman finds an email that she didn't like in her husband's email. Mm-hmm. Fucking did the same exact thing. Flushed it. Crept, no, crept into the room at night, cut his cock off with a pair of scissors, and then he actually... Made it to the hospital with his cock because he she didn't like throw it out or anything. Went to the hospital, had it put back on. She got into the hospital, cut it off again while he was in the hospital bed, and then threw it out the window. Oh my goodness! (laughs) And then he never got it back, right? Kristen, I don't think I've ever seen you look so happy. So there was a thirty-four year old life. There was a 34-year-old Brazilian woman who did cut her husband's penis off and flush it down the loo. Um, So there was somebody who did did do the toilet thing. The toilet. So I tried to pull up a movie for Kristen, and all I don't want to see it. What the fuck? No, can you not? (laughs) Jesus, I never thought I would have to see that. Okay, uh, let's let's look at images. No, I definitely. You said good. you wanted to see his. Yeah, well, I didn't dick. know you were gonna. There were. That was gonna look over and see some fucking gnarly video. As of 1995, there were a hundred documented cases of people's penises getting cut off. As of 1995, right? As of in, they were attributed to a copycat crimes of the the Lorena Bobbitt. Oh, she was the episode. OG. Maybe. I mean, I'm sure someone's dick got cut off before yeah, that. But she hell, the, now they're doing it like on their own. Yeah, she, was, own she was the first the first one that... Uh, now dudes want to have their dicks cut off, which is weird. Uh, yeah. Okay, so here's the thing, right? I, like, I've been contemplating a lot about shit lately. And I'm like, you know what? Run? Just, well, partially. There's like... I mean, after the shit, you just pull All up. this fucking shit that is going on in this world, escalating in the fashion and the speed that it is, is well making me wonder, are we, at, are we at the end? Fuck yeah, this we are. The why do you think be, because so much- look at the shit that's going on. Buckley just said, you got all these dudes that want to chop get, their dicks off, chop their peckers off and be chicks. There's people foaming at the mouth. You got... 
you got uh, all this craziness that's going on. We have massive fentanyl coming into the country that's literally killing people by the hundreds. Jews in the tunnels. Every single day, you got fucking Poxitani fucking rabbi popping out of the tunnel, giving us eight more weeks of high interest payments. You got fucking... uh, just all this shit. Now look at how fast that story left the news. Did Unshekel see? And you it's got shuttle? It's like the story of the century of the day because it's every fucking day there's some bullshit story. Now I go home to bring little G home before the show, and the news was on. So I just was like, and there was a, a like a mass shooting at the Kansas City Chiefs fucking victory parade. I'm like, oh my god. And then now there was another mass shooting in Florida this afternoon, and there was one somewhere else at a school. And I was just try- and I was just trying to find out where the where the school shooting was. So there's like three mass shootings like this afternoon. Any penises get shot off? And, and it's and it's like well, who knows? But I mean, it's like <laughs> it's like okay, what the fuck is going on? I just think you, you got these kids down in New York City that fucking beat up them cops and the, and the that Alvin Bragg, New York prosecutor, district attorney, whatever he is, fucking lets them go. They and they're flipping off the camera and they're going like, "Hey, we don't care. We can do whatever we want." You know, they were migrants from Venezuela, and then one of the kids got in trouble somewhere else, and then they they took a bus to like Arizona or something. They got arrested there, and there was another kid that uh, went to go rob a store, and he was from Venezuela, and he shoots somebody, goes to shoot the uh, loss prevention person, ends up shooting a fucking tourist that's there from another country or whatever. I mean, luckily, she's okay. Are you sure she wasn't a Scorpio? And, th- and then he ends up getting arrested. I mean, it's like, oh, my God, what the fuck is going on? You got all these shootings everywhere. So, so when I saw the shooting... In Kansas City, first thing I thought of was our friend Kelsey, who uh, has been on the show a couple times, and she and her husband and her little one, they actually live in Kansas City. So I texted her to see what's going on, and she uh, said, I'm going to talk, she said, we didn't go this year because last year there was a shooting. Now it's like, okay, there wasn't any shooting news last year at the Kansas City Victory Parade. But she said there was definitely a shooting last year. So I'm going to try to get Kelsey on the phone, and we're just going to have a quick convo with her. All right, everybody, stand by. All right, so I got our uh, our friend, I like to call her Casey Kelsey. <laughs> our, uh, our friend Kelsey from Kansas City. Uh, Kelsey, uh, did you find out anything? I let the listeners know that I actually reached out to you earlier. Did you find out anything else about what's going on? I mean, I did see some news coverage that they arrested some younger people, like uh, delinquents, like teens or whatever. But they also showed a picture of some dude that looked like an older dude that they arrested. The one that got tackled? Well, I'm not sure which one got tackled. So what did you find out? Okay, so I spoke with one of my friends. Um, I seen on his Facebook story that he was at the parade, so I just reached out to him and was like, hey, th- what did you see? Like, what what happened? He was actually only 20 feet from where it happened, and he thought it was fireworks. So whenever he turned around, there wasn't even that many people running. 
And the next thing you know, he hears screaming and there's a body on the ground. And it was a woman that had been shot. So his daughter, terrified, takes off running to Union Station. And Union Station is where they they typically park the um, chief's bus. They park in front of there. Mm-hmm. So she had ran there and she got she was locked in there for 45 minutes because they locked down the building. And he said he was scared, but he couldn't run because he's got his cooler and he's like, what the hell is going on? Um, but what else I figured out from there was there was one killed, 22 were injured, and then they, so far that they've locked up three. When I was watching the ABC news coverage on it, because you're, it's crazy. I live here and you are the one that told me that this happened. I was like, what? But I was just telling my husband the night before because he's like, I've never been to one of these because he's not from Kansas City. He's like, I want, I've never been. I want to go. I'm like, no way. I was like, it's a riot. Like, we, I'm not going. And then this morning I see on Facebook that the Independence Police Department, which is where we actually live, we're only five minutes out of the Kansas City um, area. I see that they are going down there to help with security. I'm like, do you see why we don't need to go down there? Like, we have a child. Like, we no, it's not happening. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, Did you say last year that you went to it and there was actually a shooting last year? And I don't remember that. Yes, and there's no coverage on that. No, that did not hit the news. And it's really weird to me because when I was watching the ABC coverage on it, um, they there's nobody running in the clip, but they're they're speaking over the clip, saying, "Look at all the chaos! Um, look how chaotic it was!" And then they mention that the White House is going to be making a statement. So I'm just wondering how many people are going to view this as a mass shooting. Like I understand 22 shot, like that is tragic. One killed, like any any death is a tragedy, especially in gun violence. But how many people are going to take this? as a mass shooting instead of Kansas city is a violent place. And why don't we focus on that? Like just alone last year, we had 182 homicides solved homicides all from guns. I don't know if they're all from guns. Mm. Right. But that's a lot of homicides, Kelsey. In In one city, in one city, that's not the state of Missouri. That's one city. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the thing is, and we've talked about this at length before, Kelsey, you and I, and even Buckley. Uh, Owen, Owen, Kelsey, you can't. Uh, Kristen is here with us tonight. I don't know if you Hi, got, Kristen. Hey. So, yeah, we have established uh, before in, you know, past conversations just how violent Kansas City is, right? And uh, Absolutely. And, uh, and, and now some of the reports that I'm seeing is that this may have been gang-related, so... Kansas City obviously has a gang problem, right? Apps like to a T and it's area by area. So you're not really safe anywhere you go in Kansas City. If you're not affiliated with that neighborhood, and it's not even so much neighborhoods, it's blocks. Like you can have one district have four blocks on it, and each block has its own gang. Do you well, know- do you know what, like, the gun laws are in that city? So I did look that up while I was waiting for you guys to call. We don't have any major gun laws. Like, we we do have conceal and carry and stuff like that. But all these shootings, they're not done by, like, like you said, Ron, these are kids that are doing these shootings. Mm-hmm. 
There's yeah. so much gang activity there that I just literally looked up Kansas City gangs and Google gave me a map with blocks yeah. highlighted oh, off damn. on yeah. which gang runs that block. Holy shit. Yes, that's how fuck? it goes. Yeah. Oh, God. That's how it is. Yeah, now these, these gangs are probably all uh, in the drug trade, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. How else are they getting their money? Like. <laughs> Well, I mean, and they think it's cool. Yeah. Like, that's another problem I have with Kansas City is we have. Okay, so let's go back to '80s rap, '80s and '90s rap. We we all know by now that Snoop Dogg and Ice Cube weren't gangsters and gangbangers. You know that was a pushed agenda. Mm-hmm. But the rappers that we have here in Kansas City, the people on the streets, they know them personally. Mm-hmm. So then you have a younger crowd looking up to them, and all their songs are about violence. All their songs are about doing their drive-by shootings yeah and in your drive-by shootings you're shooting toddlers in their front yard like we just had a big deal with that in 2022 two two toddlers got shot in their front yard just playing yeah yeah that's really crazy you know uh they're reporting now uh 22 shot now they're saying two dead so uh but we know that this is pretty fresh so we don't really know what the numbers are going to be until probably tomorrow morning on that right but yeah, uh, but uh, and it could go up even after that because twenty two shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, in, in here, you know, and it was so much. And earlier in the show, we talked about the whole Travis Kelsey slash Taylor Swift psyop, or what the hell is going on there. And, and I literally say, you know what? I don't care. Who gives a yeah, shit? I don't care what's going on. It could be, it could be basically they met. They fell for each other and they're dating. Bullshit. And, uh, well, I'm calling. Well, I'm with Buckley. I'm calling bullshit too. That Taylor Swift is not Travis Kelsey's type. Okay, let's go. Let's go look at his ex girlfriend and just compare Taylor is, Swift who is to that ex girlfriend. Look, I don't know her name, but look her up. She's a smoke show. She's super hot. Big time. She doesn't look like a chipmunk like Taylor Swift. No, she's actually. No. she's actually a she's black. black. Chick. She's a black chick, dude. I was gonna say black chicks. I was gonna, I would just was gonna yeah. say he looks like he would like black chicks. So Kelsey on <laughs> on uh, Twitter and all the other social medias today, there's people that are showing this video of this smoke show of a black chick running up to Travis Kelsey and kissing him and and then he's hugging all over him and he's hugging her and and everybody's saying oh look at where's Taylor now and these photos this video was actually from their Super Bowl win. <laughs> Last year, last when he was, year, when he was going out with this chick, Ooh. and uh, and let me see if I can. But you're right; she is a smoke show. She is a good looking girl. Um, she is, and she's very like. I'm not trying to dog on none of the Swifties. My husband's a Swiftie, so I'm not going on none of the Swifties. Oh, little Jesus but Swiftie, big time. They have Fuck Taylor Swift is very. <laughs> she's very immature looking. Do you know what I mean? Like she looks like a she's very young looking. Well, it's a I think it's a complete. You know what's grabbing everyone? It's a complete like high school bullshit like scripted setup like popular with the football player popular and, chick yeah. fucking dates like some popular football player and they go to the championship and obviously the chick's like a hot blonde and then then the the guy goes to the championship and they win. Here's the dangerous thing about it. That's what's getting everyone. Here's the dangerous thing about with Taylor Swift and then what just happened downtown today. Everybody is everybody watched the Super Bowl for Taylor Swift. 
everybody was watching the, the news whenever this hit, whenever the shooting happened. So you have all of the Democrats that don't want guns. Now they have a re- like now they've seen it. So this is going to be blown way out of proportion. Then just Kansas City, it needs to work on its violence. And I think you're exactly right there, Kelsey, because you as as you had mentioned, you probably you have pretty probably pretty lax gun laws there. Uh, you know, unlike Chicago, New York, LA, I have I have that written down to say to you. I think they're going to push us into a mm-hmm. gun free zone like Chicago. Mm-hmm. And what does that do? Create more crime because whenever you can't get your guns at the store, where do you get them? You get them off the street. Well, we all know that criminals don't follow gun laws, right? That's exactly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and all that's really going to do is put like anybody that's like a law abiding citizen without a gun. Too. So it's yeah, like, yes, if there was yeah. someone to come it's gonna and commit create a crime, more, then they're not going to have a gun to defend themselves. It's going to create more one. victims. Right. It's designed so, to create more victims. Yeah, yeah. And you see that in like New York City and other cities and shit like that. Yeah. You know, it's just really crazy. It's, got, you know, I really, I'm really interested to see what the final outcome is when they start. And you watch it probably gonna, because it's being reported that a couple of these kids are like 15 or 16, which makes them a minor. Which means they don't have no, to. They don't have to release they will be their charged. names. They don't. They won't release their names, but they will be charged. Um, I knew a fourteen-year-old who um, he is. He's in. They Missouri has their own. Um, men, well, I shouldn't call them men. Boys prison. It's an actual prison facility for kids that have been charged as an adult that can't go to adult prison they have their own prison and then it's called the juvenile program so they get granted the juvenile program here in missouri and they serve out doesn't matter how old you are whenever you go in once you're turned 21 you go back in front of the judge and the judge assesses all your time that you did at that prison to determine if you need to move on to an adult prison Uh damn yeah you know i think it's interesting because we you know they never ever talk about the news kelsey in chicago about how many people how many shootings there were in the last week or the last well, that's all that's all there would be right but the point is, and it's is the they, same with Kansas city they don't talk about it in chicago because chicago is a gun-free zone so that goes against their narrative because they're going to say well look at all these shootings well it's gun-free zone so why are you having shootings it just proves the rights theory that the people that want to get guns to commit crimes will do it so what they're going to do they're going to start attacking cities like kansas city they're going to target uh kansas city because you know it's in the news now back to back uh super bowls just like the patriots did right and now, yeah when all, all this with taylor swift and travis kelsey in front of the news all the fucking time like who cares who or she or who they're banging I mean, if you look at Taylor Swift's body count, holy shit. I thought I was fucking bad. And and it's like, it's like, but this is America's sweetheart. Just like Buckley said, America's sweetheart. High school. And and, and now you got the captain of the football team. Is he a captain? Well, I'm sure he is, yeah. And who won the big In game. anybody's eyes that doesn't know football, he's yeah. probably the captain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's not really how football is set up. But, but yeah, he's a – I mean, he's the – you know, just like Brady and Gronk, it's it's Mahomes and Kelsey, right? It's just how that works. But, uh, but yeah, so now what they're going to do, they're going to go after these cities that don't have, like, really tight gun laws. And they're going to say, look at 
We need to take your guns away. I think you're 100% on that, Kelsey. You know what's even weirder about that is Missouri has a law right now where... So it used to be if a felon was in possession of a firearm, it went federal. That was not a state charge. Uh Immediately go federal. It's not like that anymore. I don't know the specifics to it, but I do know that... Okay, so I'm a felon, so let's say I get pulled over with a gun. It's a state charge now. They're no longer allowed to run the numbers on that gun they can't even say it see if that gun has been stolen or stolen by who mm, really they can't there's a huge fine that the police department or whoever gets that gun will be charged if they run the numbers on that gun that is interesting mm. yeah you got it's some, really weird you got some crazy shit going on down there kelsey like for sure uh and, and you know what i wanted to reach out to you because i thought that you know I said, ah, I wonder if Kelsey and them went to that parade today. Oh, absolutely not. My we, husband really wanted to go, but no. Right, but when I saw that, that's the first thing I thought of. And I'm like, okay, I got to I gotta reach out to her and see what the hell's going on over there. So I'm glad you guys are okay. You didn't get involved in any of that. Yeah. What is sad, though, is I'm seeing, like, my friends on Facebook, like, they're posting, like, them and their family members at the like they're posting their celebration videos of them just having fun. Like they're all like turning up is what their captions say. And then it says, it's so sad that this happened to you. Like, so it's people like they're posting videos of them having fun before this happened. Yeah. That's crazy. It's a Kansas city problem. And they're going to turn this, they're going to turn this into a national issue when it's not, it's a localized incident. Just like the Crown Center shooting, I don't know. I'm sure you guys aren't familiar with Kansas City, but we have a we have a part of Kansas City, and it's we call it the Crown Center District, and it's so pretty. It's like if you see people that take pictures from Kansas City, it's normally down at Crown Center. That's where the fountains are, the ice rink. That's where our Lego Land is. It's like the Disney World of Kansas City. That's where all where all that is. We just had six wounded there. Within like the second week of January, and when I was looking that up, I seen that it's a third mall shooting. In two, when that happened, that was a third mall setting shooting in two months. Yeah, that's crazy. Here in Kansas City, why why is uh why is Kansas City in Missouri? Why is it called Kansas City? Okay, as Kansas Cityans from Missouri, we get real offended. <laughs> Kansas. <laughs> well, because like, okay, so this is when the Super Bowl and me and my girl were watching the Super Bowl. She was like, "Kansas City, where are they from?" And I was like, "Uh, friggin' Kansas, duh." And then she was like, "No, they're actually from Missouri." And I was like, "Oh fuck, that's." that's Do you guys Missouri. remember the big theme? I don't <laughs> know Missouri. if it was just like like a Missouri thing, but there was a big meme that went around. One of the it might have been the Super Bowl last year. Someone said, uh, was holding up a sign that said, click your ruby red zip slippers twice to go back to Kansas. So why? why <laughs> and we're it, like, we're not from Kansas. Why <laughs> is it called Kansas? Do you know? Kansas City. I, I don't, I don't know why we touch. Oh. Yeah. So Kelsey, let's explain this to Buckley. You cross streams. <laughs> so the city, of, the, city <laughs> the river separates us, right? The city of Kansas city actually does overflow into Kansas. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, the city does. Yeah. We have a KCMO and a KCK. Oh, so it is kind of Kansas, but it's also, no, it's also Missouri. K- 
Kelsey's never going to say it's part of hey, Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I do like the state motto of Missouri, which is the show me state, right? Yeah. Which is good because I think that's like a lot of, especially dealing in conspiracies, it's like, okay, well, show me. Or like cryptids. Well, yeah. If you if I see it, if I'm showing or a it, chick with a nice rack, show me, show me. <laughs> speaking that's, of that's that's our uh... speaking of Kelsey. Speaking of <laughs> racks, Kelsey. <laughs> are, are you still are you still doing the OnlyFans? What are you making good so, choices now? Are you making good decisions? I do not <laughs> post on there no more, but I do check it like once every couple months to see if there's any money on there, and if there's money on there, I'll. Are you, you know, still are you still bringing in any money on your OnlyFans? Uh, maybe like 40, 50 bucks a month. Yeah. What about yeah. the Snapchats? No. No. Snapchat, they uh Kelsey, I told you the last time Buckley they shut all my Snapchats down. I'm permanently banned from Tinder. You got canceled from that <laughs> shit? Canceled completely. I can never make a Tinder account in my life. What, so why? I'm so happy I got married. <laughs> why did they cancel you? You're That's how I was too, promoting. Like, promiscuous? I was promoting my, I would just post my Snapchat on there and I wouldn't, and, you know, I never ho- held any conversations with anybody. I'd just be like, oh yeah, have me on Snapchat. And they had me on Snapchat, uh, see what it was. Buckley, Kelsey, People is, Kelsey is turning over a new leaf. Kelsey, I do. I have some more questions for you. Just a couple. Okay. Have you gotten any more face tattoos? No, I did not. But I do have interesting or some fun news. My uh, husband did get a face tattoo, and you guys are never going to believe what it is. Your it's name? A six six six. It says Kelsey. Oh, <laughs> oh Kristen guessed it. That is Damn. so sweet. So you're like a SoundCloud rapping couple, then, right now. No, no, listen, no. <laughs> <laughs> that those that is Kansas City, Kansas. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Oh boy. So my my other que- my other question for you is: When are you going to come back on the show and do like uh, like a full episode where you like dive into a topic? Or like, oh, I am so ready. We're actually so many topics. We're actually, yeah, yeah, we're actually working on an Oklahoma, Oklahoma City show. Just, just make sure. In the meantime, if you if you guys want to jump into the educational system, we can get into that too. Because my entire middle school, I was locked in a room by myself (laughs) with just my textbooks. Damn, that's why you're so smart, Kels. Yeah, because you read so many books. Yeah, absolutely. But, that school district, even once I left that school district, they fought to keep me in. Like, they would, like, transport me back to that school district. They probably, would not let me leave. It's probably something to do with, like, funding. Maybe. I don't know. It was weird. But just make sure when you come back on, it's on a Wednesday so I can actually be on the show with you guys. Oh, for sure. And there's one more thing about um, violence out here that I wanted to bring up real quick. If that's all right. Yeah, go for it. So my godmother, Janessa Russell, she was just killed last week. Um, Yes, she was shot. Um, It was a domestic violence homicide, her and her sister. Um, It's really sad. So if everybody could just keep um, the family in their prayers until, you know, we get everything sorted out. That's awful. Jesus. Like, what the fuck happened? Just... Her and her husband, um, I'm assuming that it started off as a verbal altercation and then he shot her and the the sister went to break it up. She ended up losing her life as well. And then 
one of uh, my godmom's sons, he was a teenager. He stepped in and he shot the um, he shot the guy who did it. But the guy did live and he is in custody. But Missouri ranked number seven in domestic violence homicide in 2023, and it's some, that's another thing which is never talked about here. Yeah, damn, that's it's freaking crazy. crazy, Kelsey. We talked about this almost a year ago, and I said. You have got to get out of there. Yeah, can you get out of there? Move to like, I don't know, New England? <laughs> or just get the fuck away from Kansas City. Yeah. It's Texas. everywhere. I I worked out in Blue Springs and I was on break one time and I a lot of people from the city, they were they would come out to Blue Springs and that's like a 40 minute drive. So they would come out to work there um cuz it's, you know, it's a Ford plant. And I heard one of them say to the other one they were like you know how I knew Blue Springs was crazy? Because I seen a homeless guy on the side of I-70 asking for money in Blue Springs. And that's how you know. Like, it's just everywhere. This is just becoming an everywhere problem. I don't think it's going to matter where you go. I mean, yeah, like like Kristen, when she looked up the gangs, how many gangs there are in the inner city of Kansas City, yeah, it's going to be a lot worse there. Yeah. But it's everywhere. And the cops out here don't care. We just had shots fired in our backyard, and when I call, I we were asleep, so I called the next morning because I seen on I have security cameras everywhere. Yeah. So I see on my camera that there's these three young kids running through the yard. So I called the police department. I'm like, hey, did you guys have shots fired at this time? Because this is when I heard them, and here's what I have on my camera. And she was like, no, we had no report of it. Thanks for letting us know. We'll make a note of. It. I'm like, you guys don't want to come see the camera, <laughs> like. Yeah, no, they don't like, care. Like, they don't care. Like, we'll stop in, like, sometime next week to talk to you about it. Yeah, they it. probably won't even do it that. It wasn't even that. Yeah. It was just a thanks for calling. Yeah. Do you have guns yourself? No. Oh, I'm shit, no, because no. you're a felon. Yeah, I've, no, but, you know, we I are going that. to we are going to invest in a Burma. What's, that is one thing that this household will have. What's within a Burma? The what is that? A Burma, it's a non-lethal gun that... um. The way I look at it is if you come into my house and you're trying to rob me and I shoot you with a non-lethal gun, at the very, very, very least, you're going to have to go outside and regroup. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to have to go outside and be like, what the f*** did she just hit me with? Like, they come with pepper balls. They have acid balls that you can put in them. It's CO2 powered. It looks like a Glock. Yeah. I've seen people that were actually defending themselves with paintballs, paintball guns. it's smart all right kelsey listen we gotta let you go i want to thank you for joining us tonight yeah absolutely come on and do like a big topic you know or just yeah Yeah. longer episode i like the idea of the uh, educational system we got to get into yeah let me know when you guys want to get into that all right kelsey listen i'm glad you guys are okay thanks for uh, filling us in on what's going on we're going to talk to you real soon sorry about your loss have a great night thank you all right kelsey bye-bye bye yeah, so I figured that uh, she would kind of. She's she's got a lot of friends in the in the city there, so I figured it would be good to uh, kind of get caught up with her and see, you know, instead of just getting it off of fucking social media, which you get, you know, fifty different stories from fifty different places. But uh, mm. so, anyways, yeah, so that was cool. Kelsey joined us for a little bit, and we're gonna get her back real soon, and uh, maybe we can get her on uh, about the educational system. Full time episode. All right, so listen, we're gonna wrap this up. Kristen, do you have any closing words? Nope. Stay spooky and buy a candle.
This candle, the deer and crow, is still going. Look at that. It's doing good. I got to buy another one pretty soon. Yeah, they've got about a 40-hour burn time. Yeah. All right, Buckley, what do you got? Uh, I just wanted to give you guys these. Oh, got a Valentine? You gotta open the card's up. mine. You gotta, no, no, that's for Ron. This is yours. What <laughs> you got to open them at the same time. Well, hold on. I got you guys something, too. Open them at the same time. Though. Oh, I didn't well, bring anything. What do you want to do first? You can do yours first. Don't open that. Don't open that. Open I'm going to rip it open. I did get you guys. Got oh, me. those were for us. Thank you. Yes. Dark Perfect. chocolate. All right. All right. So we got to open this up. 100% of the proceeds now. go to the Dollar General. Kristen, <laughs> open it slowly. Are you ever get a cockroach in here? No. All right. You can open yours a little faster. Ron. Just open up. Just open up. I'm scared. Oh, Jesus. Sir Dead Spider. Be a rebel, Valentine. No one oozes through life like you. <laughs> Happy V Day. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Seriously? <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> Stephanie Pelletier. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't read anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's a picture of a baby in a womb. That's crazy. What? I knew that was going to happen. What? Do you not get it? Is it my Sasquatch's baby? No. What the fuck? <laughs> Who, whose baby is this? Who the fuck? Are think? you pregnant again? I'm pregnant. Are you having another baby? I'm having my second baby. Are you? Out of my butt. <laughs> what is this? I don't understand. I said this. We are just, that's a fucking ultrasound, dum-dum. For what? That's Carly's pregnant again. So she is? <laughs> oh, my God. Are you like, oh, my God. Jesus Christ. So what did I say? I was talking Woo! about this. No, Buckley and I were no, talking. congratulations. No. Yes, congratulations. Jesus Buckley and I were Christ. talking. We congratulations, were having. Buckley's gal. I won't say her name. I well, I already you. did. Did you read it? I wrote you a little message. Yeah, no one oozes through life like you. Happy Valentine's Day. Much love, Buckley. I didn't say the much love thing. That's no, not a dash. Ryan got a full card. Buckley and I were having a heart to heart one day, and I said, "You know what? You guys need to get another one coming pretty soon for the, so that the baby. I Bust I call out. Little Mira the baby. I've always I'll probably always call her the baby. I said the baby needs a sibling. You guys ought to get on that. So congratulations, Buckley. Thank so you. when's homegirl coming? <clears throat> Who's the father? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, does your mom know? Could be you, Ron. You've been com- when you've been is homegirl You've been commenting on my girl's pictures on Instagram. I said kind of cute. I've seen that. You're Ron to, is dude, Ron, you trying you, to get in there? Huh? I don't know. He's on everyone's photos. Too? Huh? Uh, does your mom know? <laughs> I don't know. She will now. Maybe. <laughs> Such an asshole to your mother. You should read the card, though. I wrote you a lovely note. Well, first of What's all, what's the due date? Read the read the just read the card on air, please. Okay, from the top. <laughs> so Buckley Gate, I'll put a picture on it. It says, "Love you, love you." Here's to us on Valentine's Day. And he, <laughs> Buckley's crying, guys. <laughs> there's tears, and he's and he's got a picture, a little cartoon of a heart with a big sword through it, with blood, and he's got this other cock and balls on the other side. <laughs> And it says, and it says, my favorite part of every day is when the to dos are all done, or as done as they're going to get, and it's just you and me at last. Wow! You are my person, my exhale, my perfect end to every day, and I just couldn't love you more. And then he's got in big parentheses, kind of gay. <laughs> but I around said, that. Do you want me to read this part too? Oh yeah. Okay. 
Dearest of Rons, <laughs> from the first time, your writing is fucking awful. I know. <laughs> from the first time I saw your ample man bosoms bobbling up <laughs> in, in town, I knew we were destined to do a conspiracy podcast from your garage for e- eternity. Happy V Day, you old fucking sexy animal. Congrats on becoming a grandpapa uncle, bitch. <laughs> wow. So it says, P.S. Carly picked out the card, so blame her for its gayness. <laughs> well, thank you very much. And Woo! in all seriousness, congratulations thank very you, much. Thank you. When is the due date? Uh, it's the so 12th time. September or something. Well, Virgo. Mid-September. Well, Virgo on the rise. You ain't gonna like confrontation. <sighs> we could have Virgo. I, I wish there was a May baby so we could get thank another Taurus <clears throat> like me, but. <clears throat> anything but a Scorpio, people. Well, yeah, it's good well, to break them up. I concur on that. It's good to break them up. Yeah, anything yeah. but a Scorpio. That's cool. I'll drink and, to that. and obviously, you don't know what it is yet. You'll drink to anything. We're actually going to let it choose its own gender. Oh, hell yeah. So we're That's just going to get, we're going to get like very gender neutral colors, like, you know, off white, eggshell white, like, like off brown to yeah, white. Yeah, but whatever then, gender comes out, you should at least be like, so if, if you have a boy, you should at least be like, well, are you sure you don't feel like a girl? You don't want to be a girl? And then like fantasize like how great being a girl is so that. He already knows. He lives eat. in a house full of girls. Yeah. Even his dog's a girl. <sighs> but I think Poor we're just going to like, I don't know. We're going to figure out a way to let it choose its own gender. And then like. So you, you don't want to know then. We're going to no, like as it gets older. You know, we're going to be like, do you want to be a boy or do you want to be a girl? Here's a fake penis or this is what a fake vagina looks like. Pick one. And please tell me this is the rest of your life. (laughs) I'm 100 percent serious. I'm transitioning right now. I think you forgot that. So, like, oh, that's right. I forgot. I forget a lot in a week. I'm very like progressive, you know, inclusive. And I think you should be able to choose your own gender. And that's. That's the kind of child I'm going to raise. I tried, I, tried, I chose mine a long time ago. <laughs> All right, everybody. All right. That so was... that was a kind of cool ending, Valentine's Day. Saved it for the last thing. Yeah, awesome. Uh, and I didn't see, I didn't forget you guys. I got you both some really good dollar store chocolate. Chris, what the fuck did you get us? It's I actually, don't celebrate. It's actually made by Hershey. I've decided 2024, fuck holidays. Because they've all been pretty much trash to me. So Halloween? You fucking staying. Well, you can celebrate <laughs> holidays with us over the summer because I have an idea. We're going to be doing some podcast poolside this summer. Oh, oh my God. Because we have all the shit to do it. That'd be sweet. That'd be awesome. You kidding me? A little fucking Are you blue fucking owl. kidding yeah. me? Kitten. Right, meow? Yeah. All right, everybody. Right, we're let's gonna, get out of here. We're going to get out of here. You know where to find me. Ron from New England on Instagram and the Wicked Planet podcast. Also on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter, Twatter X at Ron from NE. You can find Miss Kristen on Instagram at. Luckily, there was room left on the internet for me, but it's ethereal.ghost919. Click the bio, follow Deer and Crow. Thank you. Go buy some candles, Buckley. You can find him on Instagram at Tristan.a.buckley. Boom. So let's get out of here. All right. Happy Valentine's Day. Thanks for listening, everybody. Scumbags. Ron from New England, signing off. Buckley out!